Hello everybody, this is AB Young Rome. Um, welcome to another episode of Food for Thought. Um, got a few uh, downloads and listens recently from uh, across Europe and the States, which was really nice. Um, please check out my YouTube page, uh, AB Young Rome. Um, yeah, so I've uploaded the, the uh, previous episode to YouTube and added some thumbnails to it. Um, so yeah, better quality will be coming out on that uh, obviously first video so bear with us so this episode is going to be the top 10 quarantine television shows quarantine tv shows meaning what can you watch in my opinion yeah that that's another thing actually a quick disclaimer is that uh these views are my own um so please uh take that into consideration it's my personal opinion my views my thoughts my reasoning etc so it's not factual information, it's purely subjective, so please bear that in mind. So I'm going to name my top 10 uh, shows. Um, these, I would personally give these shows a minimum of 9 out of 10. With television shows, me personally, I believe you have to be gripped to watch it. You have to be on the edge of your seat, willing to binge the whole series. Or wanting to. Um, understandably you can't sometimes. Obviously weekly episodes etc. But um, you need to be absolutely gripped on the edge of your seat. For me to watch a television series. That's why like I said it is quite subjective. Um, there's a, an absolute. I'd say dozens of shows that haven't made the list. And, and probably an even bigger list of shows that I actually have not seen. An absolute slew of shows that I haven't seen. So I'm talking dozens. Um, so, for example, some ones that I haven't seen that I've just made a quick note on. Um, Chernobyl, uh, Firefly, Fargo, Dragon Ball Z. I've not seen The Last Dance, which is a new series on Netflix. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, which I want to get to. Uh, House of Cars, Fleabag, Westworld, um, X-Files, some of my favourite ones. Um, there's a lot of missed out ones, um, which I'm going to come to before I name my number one. I like to do that routine there. Um, number 11, 12, 13, etc. But um, yeah, so they are uh, honourable mentions. But the top 10, um, which I want to get to, I, I want to make this episode a little bit shorter so it's easier for, to, for people to listen to. Um, because literally, um, if this will be a, a tip or a guide for people, people who are wanting to binge shows, people who need entertainment, maybe people who are working from home, need um, something to have on the background, something to, you know, um, to help pass the time with, something if they want to start some of these shows, my opinion, etc. So this is generally to help people um, who, you know, would want to get into a TV show but don't know where to start. Um, so, like I said, the ones I've said before, I have um, ones that I've missed uh, or I've not got round to yet. There are several, like I said, there are dozens more. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, number 10 on the list, my number 10 in my top 10 quarantine shows, um, meaning, again, just to uh, recategorize, meaning shows that you can binge, meaning shows that you must see, meaning these are my favorite TV shows, not necessarily the best, but they are my favorite, meaning that I can watch any episode at any time and I'm locked in for the full episode. And then I may even continue to watch a few episodes from there. Um, I believe all of these are actually 
on television actually no that's not true um currently on repeat on some channels or um or downloadable uh off certain apps etc but um but yeah i believe um it's a good list it's my list um i do tend to warm to um sci-fi fantasy type uh shows or science fiction shows and comedy so i think all of the ones on my list are science fiction or comedy thinking about it um so i mean we'll see um so yeah i'll get to it so yeah so i just thought of a couple more comedy shows that i've never seen or i've not watched enough of uh seinfeld cheers frasier was like that so none of them are on the list um i've gone for my personal favorite ones that i've grown up on ones that um appeal to me the most okay anyway that's five minutes of me rambling um, so, okay, we'll get to the uh, number 10 on the list. So, number 10 is one of the more recent shows that I've watched. Is Number 10 is Black Mirror. Black Mirror. I understand it has been on for years. I never got around to it. Was never particularly interested in it. Uh, as the creator, the writer of the show, the showrunner, is... Um, he is a British uh, political um, satire writer. Um, often on uh, late night news shows, um, uh, late night talk shows, uh, interviewing politicians, interviewing newspaper editors. Not the most interesting person. Yeah, he seems a bit funny on these talk shows, but never would I ever, ever, ever give him the the second thought if he could write such a dynamic, interesting, future futuristic, um, crazy show like Black Mirror. Black Mirror is so intense where I personally work Monday to Friday, 9 to 5-ish. So I had to save the episodes for weekends because they were so intense. Edge of my seat, um, absolutely locked in. Um, even It's in English, of course, but I had to have the subtitles on because I didn't want to miss. Or if you do miss any of the, um, the writing, the material, you may not understand the episode in full. And then afterwards, I, I would review or watch. Um, kind of podcast or um, kind of videos uh, on YouTube basically about um, each episode, what they mean, the other tie-ins, what they're trying to achieve, other opinions, things like that. So such an ingenious show where, you know, it's uh, some are thriller episodes, some are action ones, um, you know, they don't link on to each other and it's an anthology series of course. Absolutely gripping, one of the best shows I have ever seen. And I cannot wait to rewatch it again. I'm waiting for a bit of time. So I probably finished it, um, the last episode, about six months ago. So I binged it all in probably um, two weeks, I'd say. Uh, sorry, uh, two months. Um, but yes, I cannot wait to watch this again. So that if, if I was actually to give a recommendation, probably on my list would probably be that one. Even though it's number 10. Because, you know, in terms of rewatchability, I've had more time with some of the later ones on the list. But in terms of shock value of how good it is and the standard and the production quality and the writing and the uh, ingenuity of it, absolutely Black Mirror makes my top 10 list. Um, and it, no doubt will go higher throughout the years. Okay, so that's number 10. So number nine, we're also going for quite a newer one that I've seen. Um, and that is Stranger Things. Um... So this isn't the last time I'm going to say this. So strange, um, I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan, unashamedly, proudly. Um, every single episode of Stranger Things has multiple Star Wars tie-ins in. Uh, they will literally talk about the characters 
Um, but they, they'll often do uh, themes that often have props in. Um, so if anyone isn't aware of Stranger Things, um, sci-fi action series um, based on a group of... In the first season, I don't remember how old they are, to be honest with you. I want to say 12, 13. It uh, could be a little bit older. Um, by the end of the third season, I think they're about... 18-ish, so roughly. So, um, yes, uh, high school, high school drama. It has a, it's um, very, very respectful of other 80s properties. So it's set in the 80s. Um, so it's in that same kind of, has that Back to the Future style kind of gold dust around it where um, it's a high school um, kind of a teen um one of these teen movies, it can be romantic comedies, can be pure action and sci-fi where, you know, there's this, um, there's this kind of, um, without spoiling anything, there's a parallel universe that happens in a town um, for a certain reason, it's after a certain person and um, there's a, another nature through wars and things like that, so absolutely riveting show to watch, the characters, the, uh, the, the mother and father of the whole series, not literally, but there's, there's two main leads um, which are, um, uh, yeah, well, it's Renona Ryder and David Harper, I believe his name is. Um, so, yeah, these guys are awesome. The, the characters are awesome. Like I said, they're so funny. References so many 80s properties and movies and stuff. So, um, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I never saw it before. Um, you know, it's probably Netflix's most popular ever show, I want to say. So, um, I was late to it. Well, I'm so glad I watched it, but um, but yeah, I think it's, it's in, personally, I would say the first season's the best season, uh, and the second, and the third, um, but yeah, four seasons should be out soon, so yeah, looking forward to that. So, number eight, so like I said, it's not the last time I'm going to say uh, I love Star Wars on this list, uh, number eight is um, Star Wars Rebels, okay, Star Wars Rebels slash the Clone Wars, okay, so Star Wars, um, so these are made both at Lucasfilm, both with a showrunner in Dave Filoni and George Lucas in terms of um, the Clone Wars, so they're very similar, they have multiple character tie-ins, these um, characters also tie into the movies, uh, they are some of the uh, kind of legacy and original trilogy characters um, in a lot of these shows and also um, from the prequels. Basically, what I'm trying to say is if you have seen the Star Wars movies and want to get into the deeper canon, back catalogue, history, uh, universe, galaxy, however you want to say, of Star Wars, if you want to know the wider depth of it, and it is absolutely huge, we're talking books, video games, comics, you know, um, TV shows, if you want to start getting into the extended universe of Star Wars, you must watch Clone Wars and Rebels. That is the way in. Um, from there, it will refer you to uh, books, like I said, magazines, games, etc. But you must watch these to get an enhanced opinion and view and guidance on on the property. Okay, so that's just my tip. Um, as a, like I said, hardcore Star Wars fan, I found it absolutely enthralling and electric some of it um but again that, that's my opinion uh, other people won't say that for me it's probably um probably 
I mean, yeah, it's probably the greatest uh, animation ever made, um, combined. Um, but there's there's one more that maybe has something to say about that, but um, maybe further down the list. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is, is uh, in terms of the ex expanding the universe and and uh, and galaxy um, and other characters, side characters, lesser characters, and enhancing the movies, absolutely. Uh, Star Wars Rebel slash Clone Wars are a necessity if you are a Star Wars fan. Next episode, uh, sorry, uh, next one on the list, number seven. Okay, number seven is uh, another one, um, another sci-fi, um, and that's actually Star Trek. Okay, so Star Trek is, um, I haven't put a, an actual series on it, but um, I would say it's a mix between the original series and the next generation i personally due to my age um initially watched the next generation um and that's how i actually got into star wars i would see odd episodes on television and i was always interested in the world this is before any movies but the original trilogy i all I, sorry the original series uh, the original movies as well i seen kind of clips and highlights and, and i was always interested in it you know why does this character look like this why does this character speak like this the, the language that they use the writing you know the foresight and how uh, inventive and creative how they they thought the um kind of world an idealistic world should be and um you know other races or the cultures or, i mean it's all integrated in this show it's so ingenious um but i initially came to it via the next generation uh, then i watched the movies and i haven't seen the the full original series um kind of run but I've seen all the movies and yeah I mean the best parts of Star Trek is when it is um, action plus sci-fi I want to say also um, the actual best the best parts of Star Trek are the emotional moments um, particularly with the for me for example with the original trilogy characters the legacy characters um, having the emotional moments in the motion picture in um, Star Trek 2, uh, Star Trek 3, Star Trek 4, Star Trek 6, it does tie in um, because you've had such long kind of time with them, you know, through the series, through the history, through the culture, um, it does it does hit you with them um, as well, the, um, you know, even some of the lesser light Star Trek movies, it enhances them because after watching the next generation of so many seasons, I think it's seven seasons, 25 episodes a season, then watching the movies and having the uh, legacy characters in some of these movies as well and um, yeah it's really really emotional and, and a solid um, solid uh, solidly ranked on the list so absolutely love Star Trek so that's number seven number six okay I uh, did out of respect I put it on the list number six on my list is Game of Thrones when it was on it was the favorite show I have ever seen um, the care that they that went into the show making the show uh is breathtaking you know the look of it the writing the uh the set designs the the characters the uh, the costumes the the world that they build and live in and language that they use i mean this is the biggest show in the world for when it was on undisputed and it just kind of kicked off before kind of netflix came along so um definitely worth a binge however it, this may have ranked higher it may have ranked it in my top five but 
um, the last season that came out a year ago um, is unfortunately, I, I think it's quite awful. I think it's really, really bad. It's, it's let the whole, it's let the rewatchability down for me. Knowing that's how the series ends. There's going to be no spoilers in this. If you haven't got, gathered this already, I haven't spoiled any series so far. And I won't do for the rest of the list. But um, yeah, the, the, the last season and the last few episodes were really, really, really disappointing. I was actually upset watching it. So, so yeah, it would have ranked higher. But um, I don't think it's definitely, definitely um, the, the first kind of four seasons plus five or six absolutely electric must must see television but the 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 last one is is borderline awful rushed spoiled so for example since i've last watched the the um last time i watched the last episode which was a year ago i've not touched another episode i don't want to watch it again knowing that's how it ends up but i'm sure i will at some point like i said the it's a thrilling ride so i'm definitely recommended but yeah for me personally last season um, kind of spoiled it a bit. Anyway, rant over. Number five. Okay, we're going to move on. Number five on this list is the last animation on this list. Okay, and that is Batman, the animated series. Um, grew up on this. So as a... I don't remember how old I was when I watched it. I want to say boy. But um, this was the first kind of darkest, most serious animation that I've ever seen. Um, the artistry in this, the, the themes in it. This was my favorite um, animation television show growing up. Um, it built the world, the Batman world, um, and it brought, literally brought the comic book to life. I was playing the video games. I was absolutely reading comic books, you know, DC, Marvel, etc. But this enhanced the character for me, the themes, the characters, the voices, the locations, the villains, um, the music, absolutely uh, riveting, riveting. Even now it still holds up. Um, the movies as well, Mask of the Phantasm, etc. I, I kind of include all that because they're all like television movies, but uh, absolutely fantastic series and, and definitely recommended. Uh, number four. Okay. So uh, it might be a little bit high for some people, but number four on my list with uh, must-watch TV shows, quarantine shows, um, is Friends. Is Friends, yeah, absolutely grown up on Friends. Um, so throughout my kind of teens, it was on. Um, I still watch it today, to this day, um, anytime it's on. Um, and I kind of finish watching something else, and I'm waiting maybe for or I need a 20 minute break, or half an hour break, or I'm just doing something else, or I need something on in the background, I whack a Friends episode on, because it's literally on repeat on so many UK channels, and I just literally watch it on it, and I find it hilarious, and I'll leave it on maybe for an hour, hour and a half in the background. Um, you know, particularly, my, my favourite character personally is Chandler, but, um, but yeah, there's uh, literally, like I've rotated that so many times, between every single of the main six characters, um, but, uh, currently, right now, is is um, yeah, sorry, uh, I meant Ross. Ross is um, definitely my favourite. Um, but having looked 
yeah, I mean, it absolutely holds up. I mean, the guest appearances, the guest stars, etc. Um, but yeah, that's number four. Number three, we're going to go to another comedy. Um, I've tried to keep um, keep it an international list. I don't want to have too many UK options on there. But the number three is a UK show, which has got international claim, and it's The Office. The Office, I mean, probably the... At the time, until I watched uh, number two on my list, um, until I watched that, it was a the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant co-wrote this. Um, Ricky Gervais starring, of course. The interaction, um, the writing, uh, the humour, um, absolutely ingenious. Funniest thing for in my entire life up until that point. Um, for years, watched it on repeat. I mean, there's, there's only a handful of episodes. I think there's two seasons, six episodes a season, and a Christmas special. I want to say I, there might be more. I think they've done a couple of movies after that, but um, not with the full main cast. Um, full main cast is two series, two seasons plus the Christmas special. I don't know it off by heart, but I believe that's how it is. But it's absolutely ingenious. Um, obviously, the, they've remade it into the American Office, which. Um, I've seen a few episodes. Seems seems quite funny. I've never never watched it all from the start, um, but yeah, absolutely um, ingenious show. Um, I started started their careers, which are still thriving to this day. Number two, number two on my list, uh, the funniest television show, in my opinion, uh, of all time, and that I've seen. My favourite comedy character. It's a specifically a UK show. Uh, I understand in the states it is. People have seen it if they're interested in the actor who stars in it. Um, but yes, no, it's definitely my... I've never laughed so hard and so long at this character. Um, the actual show is called I'm Alan Partridge. Okay, I'm Alan Partridge. So he has done multiple kind of um, shows, but this was the biggest show that this... Obviously played by Steve Coogan. But this was the biggest show where... It launched him, and it launched the character. He's been, he's had several other television shows with this character, um, but this was the, it launched him. And uh, again, I think it's two seasons, six episodes a season. Um, and then from there, you can watch the other series, I'm Knowing, um, Knowing Me, Knowing You, um, which is a few episodes, and um, uh, Mid-Morning Matters, and the movie as well. But like I said, the funniest thing, the wit, absolute wit of it, um, as this has been BBC presenter who has been dropped by the BBC and he's still trying to make it uh, by trying to get you know auditions, trying to get other work, uh, you know, trying to fall in love, you know, and he's just stuck in his ways. And um, at the time, I think Steve Coogan was in his mid thirties, trying to play mid fifty year old, or fifty year old, and now he's actually reached that age. So it's still it's, it's very surreal. Um, the whole show is, and the other characters, and his friends, and his PA, and all. I can cry now watching it. Isn't that funny? Um, but yeah, it's definitely, even if you're not from the UK, I think that you can still um, get an appeal to that. You still get a laugh out of it. Awesome show. Um, okay, so before I get number one, a quick run through of some series. Um, but, you know, if I'm making the best, the best all-time list, you know, they might, they might feature some of them. Um, a lot of them would, but... These are my personal favourites, ones that I can put on any time, binge them, watch them multiple episodes without 
you know, watch it from the restart, etc. Um, anyway, some honourable mentions. I'll quickly run through. Uh, the Mandalorian, which I've seen quite recently. Um, Deadwood. Um, slightly overrated Deadwood, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, Mindhunter, again, another one that's overrated. I find quite uh, a little bit dull, actually. Um, the Wire. Yeah, it's good. Again, falls on the overrated side. Um, Sopranos. Hot take, but again, that's another one I found quite overrated. I thought it was a long, drawn-out um, gangster movie. That's what, I, honestly, I felt, and I, I was actually quite bored with it. Ten seasons as well. I mean, it's a lot to get through. All the... Yeah, none of these... This list doesn't contain any David Attenborough or nature documentaries such as planet earth blue planet life africa i mean i could do a top 10 of them so um they, they i think i believe they will be the the number one in reality so i didn't want to clog it up with them they're, they're kind of separate um band of brothers is really good um true detective season one some of the best television i've ever seen um when they see us i couldn't sleep at night after i first seen that um absolutely gripping television um narcos i've not seen peaky blinders i've not seen um, the X-Men and Spider-Man television shows, again, enhanced the Marvel Universe and educated, um, you know, so many people around the world about that. Um, the, um, okay, the absolute undisputed for me, undisputed number one on the list is, drumroll please, number one is Lost. L-O-S-T, Lost. Okay, favourite television show of all time. Um, it literally has everything, okay? It has a huge science fiction element to it, um, sci-fi fantasy. It has action, it has um, drama, it has comedy, it has family um, relatability, it has... Uh, people from all over the world, multicultural and diverse cast, um, as Star Trek did, which I didn't mention. But um, but yeah, the the twists and turns and the and the themes and the and the over whole thing related to to sci-fi and the absolute ingenious of it, um, written by of course uh, Damon Lindelof and uh, pilot directed by J.J. Uh, Abrams. I was hooked in from the start. First episode, where there's a twist at the end where you see someone's father who shouldn't be there on the like. I was in from there. I wanted every single episode with the twist and turn. Every single episode going left, right, forward, back. You want to know what happens. It literally makes you binge it. It does get a little bit stick, particularly the, I think there's six seasons. Um, the longer it got, the more out there it gets. Um, after kind of season three, it gets really out there. But I personally love it um, because it's so smart and it's got so many tie-ins and um, you get so many, you get so, some answers, um, particularly in the last season, a lot of people weren't happy with the answers that they did get in Series 7, but me personally, I absolutely loved the ending, loved it. I understand though, however, with that, I do understand if people do not like the ending of Lost. Um, but no, I, I find it, it is a little bit subjective, but... Um, I was gripped. I was gripped from the, from season the characters mainly, mainly the characters, the, the lead character Matthew Fox, um, Jack, one of my favourite all time characters actually. 
to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, the villains were awesome. Desmond as well was another excellent character of mine. But yeah, my favourite all-time TV show. I do have the box set of that. The, the rest, I, I do have digital copies of, or, or they're on apps or streaming platforms. Um, actual Lost, I believe, I'm just running through it all. Yeah, Lost is the only one I actually have a kind of hard copy of, um, just in case. And I have given them out to people. Um, as well and stuff so anyway that, that was a longer than expected episode food for thought by ab young row um that is um another episode so i'm going to obviously load this to all streaming platforms i'm going to add it onto um youtube as well i'll add some thumbnails with it um but yeah uh, feel free to like subscribe download comment uh give me feedback so i will be uploading some other shows in the next um well shortly as well in terms of uh, more top 10 lists but yeah any questions any requests let me know and i'll be um, happy to uh, to deliver that for you but thank you for listening and hopefully see you soon that's ab young rome food for thought thank you